Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley. I'm your host, Dave Bell. 428-9494 is the phone number. 928-428-9494 here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I forgot that part. That is not what you want to do is forget the sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) I did, but Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. Here we are. It's Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. How are you? I'm having a good day. I've been having fun. It's been a really fun week. We've been to Phoenix, see legislators. We've been to Gila Idol. It's been great. Uh, That voice you hear, Vance Bryce, he is here as well as Christine Eckfall. They're going to share a microphone because we have a full studio today that's right uh chamber joins me every friday who 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 did you bring with today we have united states senate candidate sheriff mark lamb from pinal county and we're super excited to show him around the county show him some businesses some of our good hard-working people here and um yeah welcome to graham county thank you thank you dave thank you vance and thank you christine for doing this today we appreciate it um we we've had a long time up here in uh Janelle's family, my wife, she's been her family's been up here in Thatcher in this area for a long time. So it's good to come up here and spend some time here. Yeah, Vance did not introduce the real star of the show. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm Brianna Morris's brother-in-law. That's how <laughs> I should be. And I'm Brianna Morris's oldest sister. <laughs> and, and and dad is here too. Kevin. And I'm yes. Hannah, I'm Hannah Hoops's brother-in-law too. So. Um, that's a uh, Casa Manana royalty, right? That's there. right. That's right. Casa Manana <laughs> oh, royalty. Kidding. Oh, yeah. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. One thing about this area is we know that there is some amazing Mexican food. Mm-hmm. It, it's true. And my 100%. family originally, some of my family came from this area too. Did they? Like my grandma was a Mac. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. Max Auto Parts, good sponsor of these radio stations. Absolutely. Clay yeah. is now a supervisor. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, here. So, Clay Mac, yep. Yeah. So it, it, it all entered. I've learned I'm the only one without family here. <laughs> no, that's right. Christine and I are the only ones without family in the Gila Valley. <laughs> and I've married into now a group that's extended forever. I was going to say, yeah. you're, you're married into. Yeah. So um, first of all, Sheriff, thank you so much for being here. Thank I appreciate you. it. You're going to be spending a lot of time in the Gila Valley over the next few weeks. That's right. Uh, tomorrow's a meet and greet. Uh, tomorrow? Today Tonight. we're doing a bunch. Oh. Yep. Yep. Tonight. I yeah. apologize. Uh, where's that going to be and what time? You had me nervous there for a second. I was like, we're here tomorrow too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People can come see him at lunch if they want to go to the Republicans meeting at EAC. And then tonight at the Red Garter Saloon at the, um, Copper Steer Steakhouse starting at five 30. I, I remember seeing it on social media and I think it said tomorrow is the meet and greet. So that's why tomorrow was in my yeah. head, but I saw it yesterday. So, <laughs> which explains it. Uh, so anybody who wants a chance to get to know you, find out about you, learn what, what your issues are. That's the perfect opportunity. Yeah. Please come out, talk to me, ask me questions. That's what we're here for. Um, you know, this is a challenge to try to get throughout the state and make sure that you're, you're hearing the, you know, the concerns and, and what people want and need in our state. And so we're happy to be here and we're thankful to Christine Advance for setting this up. Uh, this has been, I think, the most set up thing we've done thus far. They've been uh, super to work with. So, and, and it should be noted that the chamber does this for everybody, every candidate, regardless of party. Well, now I don't feel as special. You don't. <laughs> now all of a sudden I don't I feel as special. I was feeling you. pretty special there. but Only Brianna's <laughs> brother-in-laws get the... <laughs> I know. There we go. Now I'm feeling special again. I Actually, I'll set something up with you after the show, too. I'll, I'll 
there's something I want to do for you too. Okay. Well, and keep in um, mind, we are going to be back. So yes. we'll be back at the fiddle contest on just the Sunday morning. We'll be able to come back. Uh, we'll be here for just the morning. And then we're also doing an event with some sheriffs. I believe February 21st, we'll be back at EAC. Sheriff talk. Yes. That's what I wanted talk. to talk about before mm-hmm. we get into the campaign. Yeah. So five sheriffs are coming uh, February 21st. It's going to be at the Players Center. PJ and Tim from Graham and Greenley. Yep. Uh, yourself, Mark Daniels, and uh, I can't remember Mark. Is it Klaus? David uh, from, Klaus? No, from Gila. Oh, uh, uh, Adam Shepard. Adam Shepard. Yes, thank Sheriff you. Shepard. Uh, are coming. And you guys are going to talk about something that you've been talking about pretty much since you were elected sheriff, and that's the effect of what's happening on the border in the counties away from the border. Dan right. Daniels obviously is front line. Right. But the rest of you guys, you're one county removed. Right. Although Pinal, you're kind of really kind of close. So Pinal, we're 50 miles off the border in yeah. the south part where the desert is. We're 70 miles off the border where the where it crosses in the I-10 crosses into our county. But we're a pass-through county. So basically everything that comes across the southern border of Arizona, which, by the way, 50% of all illegal drugs in America, they estimate, come through bo- the bo- Arizona's borders. All of that eventually has to make its way through Pinal County to get to Phoenix, which is kind of like the distribution hub for the humans that they're trafficking and the drugs they're trafficking. And so, yes, I've been squawking about this for for many years, and especially over the last three years, we've really been watching this just – it's on it's like throwing gas on a fire. I mean, it's getting worse and worse every day. And so um, especially with the fentanyl, and that's what we're coming up to talk about is the effects of fentanyl because it it extends far beyond the border. It, it used to be like every county's a border county. Now it's every state is a border state. And because uh, the effects that we were seeing several years ago have now spread throughout the rest of the country, and everybody's becoming a victim of the fentanyl crisis. The cartels adapt so quickly and so rapidly. It it was marijuana, then it was meth, now it's fentanyl. Is there any concern that without a concentrated effort from Mexico, it really almost doesn't matter what America does? Absolutely. I mean, that is always a concern that Mexico, as long as they're not on board, it makes it very difficult. But we can still do a good job. You know, uh, under President Trump, we still saw the fentanyl coming in, but we saw a huge decrease there was in the human trafficking. And then ultimately, you're going to see a decrease in the drug trafficking as well. But now with this, the last three years has been, you know, the cartels went from making $500 million a year to $13 billion a year. And a lot of that is on humans, but it's also on the drugs. Um, with, with the drug issue so important and it's amazing how fast it just changes, um, especially for users They're they're always looking for the next thing. What would you like to see done? And, and the reason I bring that up is now we're going to transition into the campaign because Congress did work out a border deal, at least a starting, a stepping stone to a border deal that got submarined. What would you like to see done? Well, I think the border plan was fairly weak. Um, I think that we've shifted the Overton window. And if you don't know what the Overton window is, it's a set of ideas where people come together and say, look, this is what's acceptable government practices. And the way they've shifted the Overton window is they're saying, well, if we hit 5,000, we'll shut the border down. 5,000 in a day. And then what? You reopen it for another 5,000 the next day? Just to show you how much the Overton window has shifted, uh, a week ago, we had 11,000 people that showed up to the border 
here in the Tucson sector in one week. One week, the Tucson sector, 11,000. If you go back a year, we were having a major problem a year ago. It was only around 2,500 or 3,000. So now what would have been 5,000 would have been an unacceptable number last year. Now all of a sudden we're saying, oh, okay, we can deal with 5,000. It's much like the gas prices. It was $1.74, it went up to $5, and now we're okay with $3. That's what we call when we talk about shifting the Overton window. And they're shifting the Overton window on the numbers that we should be accepting in for, as far as coming across the border. Here's the number we should accept, zero. It's against the law to come across the border. If you want to come to this country, you need to go through the legal process. So the way I, I think what we need to do is we got to hold people accountable that break the law, that come in here illegally. We cannot be accepting false asylum claims, which almost which every asylum claim that comes across the southern border is a false asylum claim. Uh, I hate to do this because I really want to follow up on I know I was on, on a roll, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but every Friday, we go over and talk to Reed Richings. And there he is. Yep. And we we find out because Gila Idol just started this week. So we're interrupting your whole conversation. Oh, and it was a good one, too. (laughs) You can pick it back up here in a little bit. Right? Read on Cat Country. He plays all the winners, the winners, advancers. What do you call it? Finalists. Finalists. There you go. For Gila Idol, we had a preliminary last night. Read. What do we got? Well, tell us who's in your studio first. Uh, oh, I got Sheriff Mark Lamb, Pinnell County Sheriff Mark I am Lamb. the brother-in-law to the 2016 winner of Gila Idol, <laughs> Brianna Morris. Yeah. And, 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 and Janelle. She, she was there last night. Yeah. yeah Brianna awesome. performed with. She's one of the judges, right? Yeah, yeah. and performed. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we bring back former winners to perform and judge, and you know, we use them until they won't take us anymore. Yeah. They're like, okay, I'm done. That's enough. <laughs> so can you hear this music right here? You can hear that in your ears? Yes, okay, sir. Okay, just want to make sure we've got this all patched right. So let's do this. Let's go over the three finalists from last night, and I'll let you guys get back to your discussion that's going on over there. They've got, you've got, you have a full house over there, so we'll get this done, and we'll get you to uh, back to what your conversation is. While we're doing this, though, uh, Sheriff Lamb can tell us a little bit about the thing that's going on uh, here in a couple of weeks at the uh, David M. Player Center for the Arts. Yeah, we were just talking about that. We were talking about the Sheriff's Hawk, where we're going to be talking about fentanyl. Is that the one, or is that the Fiddle Festival? Because we got a few of them going on. <laughs> that thing we were talking about, where all the sheriffs are coming yes, together. Yes, that's it. Yeah. So we got sheriffs coming from, I think, five different counties. We're going to be talking about border, but really talking about the fentanyl crisis, how it's affecting our communities. It's become the leading cause of death amongst Americans between the ages of 18 and 45. And uh, families are being, uh, you know, every day families are suffering from loved ones that are currently dealing with fentanyl addictions or that have lost their lives to fentanyl addictions. So we hope to bring some light to it and hopefully start to find some solutions to this issue. And this event's taking place, David M. Player Center for the Arts, uh, brought to you by the Graham County and Greenland County Substance Abuse Coalition. Pretty, pretty amazing. In fact, PJ Allred should be walking in the door. Here in the next few minutes to record a commercial about it. So, I didn't even tell him I was coming today. So yeah, yeah you didn't. And, and he's probably going to be upset when he gets here and go, well, why didn't you tell me? So I know, let, he probably will. Let's do the old Gila Valley Idol wrap-up. And we'll, uh, three finalists from last night, all of them amazing, all females. They were just great vocalists. Some of them timid, some of them not so much. This is Jenny Ballant- uh, Barentine, sorry, and her performance from last night at our first preliminary. There's blood on the side of the mountain. There's writing all over the wall. Shadows of us are still dancing in every room and every hall. There's no falling, no 
thought it would wash away The bitter taste of my fury And all of the messes you made Yeah, you thought that you got away But I'm in the trees, I'm in the breeze My footsteps on the ground You'll see my face in every place But you can't catch me now Through waiting grass, the months will pass You'll feel it all around I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere But you can't catch me now No, you can't catch me now There's blood on the side of the mountain it's turning a new shade of red Sometimes the fire you found it Don't burn the way you'd expect There we go. We that is her performance from last night. Kind of haunting, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cool, though. But that, that's our first one. We're just going to kind of go through them this morning. Amazing performances from a lot of people last night. Our alternates were great. Our callbacks were great. Here's our second finalist. This is Kamea Nelson and her performance from last night. Looking out on the morning rain I used to feel so uninspired And when I knew I had to face another day Oh, it made me feel so tired before the day i met you life was so unkind because you're the key to my peace of mind you make me feel you make me feel you make me feel like a natural woman Oh, baby, what you done to me? You make me feel so good inside And I just want to be close to you Cause you make me feel so alive You make me feel, you make me feel You make me a natural woman Natural woman There you go. The performance number two. That was That's amazing. That's Kamea Nelson. And uh, then we have one more. And her name is Sky Wall. It's our last finalist. They'll be singing for us at the David M. Player Center for the Arts for the final show on March 28th. Here's her performance. They tried to make me go to rehab But I said no, no, no Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, you'll know, no, no. I ain't got the time, and if my daddy thinks I'm fine, he's tried to make me go to rehab, but I won't go, go, go. I'd rather be at home with Ray. I ain't got 70 days, cause there's nothing 
There's nothing you can teach me that I can't learn from Mr. Hathaway. Didn't get all that in class, but I know it don't come in a wine glass. They tried to make me go to rehab, but I won't go, go, go. Yes, I've been black, but when I come back, you'll know, no, no. I ain't got the time, and if my daddy thinks I'm fine, he's tried to make me go to rehab, but I won't go, go, go. All right, there we go. A third performance right there. What'd you think about those? You know, all of them were finalists last year. The three finalists from last night were in the finals last year. Is that right? I don't. Yeah. I guess you're right. I hadn't really thought about that. I talked to him afterwards. Oh, you got it. Well, you can go to KeloValleyCentral.net if you want to hear the rest of the conversation. If you're listening to Cat Country, you want to hear the rest of the conversation that's going on next door. Uh, they can go to HeloValleyCentral.net afterwards and listen to the conversation with Mark Lamb. And, and read. And the chamber. There's two opportunities for them to come meet Sheriff Lamb today. So if they want to go to lunch at EAC um, near the main dining room, that he'll be there at noon. And then tonight at 530 at Copper Steer Steakhouse, he'll be there for a meet and greet. So anyone can come and ask him any question they want. He's ready for it. That's right. Well, we, uh, we appreciate you guys letting us sneak in on your conversation KeloValleyCentral.net. It's a podcast, Voice of the Valley. You'll find the rest of their conversation there. Hey, thanks for thanks for letting us Thank jump you, in with you guys. You guys have a great day. Thank you, Rick. Bye-bye. There we go. All right, that's enough of him. <laughs> <laughs> Country music stuff. I can't. <laughs> He's a classic classic rock and classic soul, yeah. Soul. Yeah. Guy. Give me that R and B and I'm I'm good. It's urban. What can I say? I grew up in an <laughs> urban environment. <laughs> That's that's what we listen to, uh, City Boy. It, yeah, that's that, and I really shouldn't say that on this station. <laughs> my one fan will turn on me, but it's true. Uh, you know what? Let's just go to break because I really wanted to follow up with yeah, with do Sheriff the quick break. Yeah, come on back because he was killing it there, and I really wanted to talk about what we were talking about with the border with fentanyl. And I really want to go into the campaign. Sounds great. Running for U.S. Senator. So more with Janelle and Mark Lamb, as well as Christine and Vance from the Chamber, right, right after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. Ah, there's Sheriff PJ out the window. <laughs> Uh, my guest today, uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb. With Cat's the out of the bag. He knows I'm here. He knows I'm here. Now, look at how dressed up he is, I know too. you got PJ in a tie. Yeah, what's Dang. going on with that? Sheriff Mark Lamb, Pinal County Sheriff, also running for U.S. Senate. Janelle Lamb is here. Kay and Vance from the Chamber. Before we did our uh, Gila Idol break, uh, we were talking about the border and and you were talking about the just the sheer volume of people that are yeah. coming over. Now, I will always say I begrudge no one for wanting to come to America for a better right. life. That's right. Uh, and I think I think even both sides can agree. Most of the people coming over, yes, they're breaking the law when they do it, but just want to be hardworking Americans. You know, that used to be the case. I think it's less and less now. Now what we're seeing is very alarming because we're, we're starting to see less and less of that and more and more of military-age men. 
we're seeing military age men coming from Sudan, from Angola, from uh, from uh, Mauritania, which actually is one of the leading breeding grounds of Al Qaeda. We're seeing them from China, from Russia, from Uzbekistan, from uh, from Syria. They're coming from all over, and what is concerning to us is that they're all military age men, and um, it should be concerning to every American. I won't disagree with you on that, but is it because you, the, the sheriffs, local law enforcement, the border patrol? You're looking for that. I mean, those are the people you want to target. Those are the people that we want you to target. Actually, the people we're looking for are the people that cross over the border. They're in camouflage clothes. They, they broke the law. And then we're looking for them, and we turn them over to Border Patrol. That other, cl- that other group of people that I'm telling you about are the ones that are just walking over, or climbing over, or doing whatever, and then claiming asylum. And I started with, right before we went to read, I was talking about how everybody that's coming across from Mexico is a false asylum claim. The reason why is because per the UN rules, you're supposed to claim asylum in the first state or country you get to after you leave your country. And many of these are a false asylum claims on the merit alone because they don't come from countries where they're being persecuted for religious or political beliefs. I'm like you. And everywhere I go, every Republican meeting I go to, everybody feels the same. We're good with people coming here to make a better life for themselves. We just want them to follow the legal process to do it. Because the way it's going right now, all it's doing is emboldening and enriching the cartels. And it's and the American people are paying the price for it. Uh On the issue of doing it legally, there are countries that are prohibited from applying to be citizens, uh, their residents. I believe Mexico is one of them. And I I know it's because of the sheer volume that has been coming over. But if we don't have a process to give them that legal option within a reasonable time frame, doesn't that almost force them into and again we're talking about the good people that just want a better life isn't that helping them into a an illegal action well absolutely i don't think there's any american that doesn't agree that we are our system that is set up by congress and senate is jacked up and it needs to be fixed and it needs to be in a it needs to be easier for people that want to come here and make a better life that work hard it needs to be easier for them to attain that. But what we've got right now is a system that's broken. The politicians are using it uh, to their advantage. They fundraise off of it. So these are major, major problems that we're dealing with. Um, and the only way we're going to fix them is getting the right people in D.C., which is why I'm running for the Senate. Instead of being the guy that just goes around and complaining and coming on a radio show and complain about it, I want to be a guy that does something about it. And I want to be the guy that that takes the experience and the, the, uh, the, the abilities that I have dealing with border and crime and economy and all those things and apply it um, at a different level. You know, there's an old Danish saying that says, whoever has the ability has the responsibility. Let's talk about the race. We have to. Um, boy, Carrie Lake got booed. <laughs> <laughs> that that laugh told me everything right there. Um, what, what are your thoughts? You're, you have to obtain a warrant. Uh, you have to justify a wire. Um, that's law enforcement, and that's what you do. And here she is doing that to DeWitt. I've known DeWitt for, gosh, 15 years. He's a stand-up guy. Jeff's a great guy. And, and I was shocked when I, when I heard that. 
You know, I think one of the misinformation pieces is that it's not bribery. Bribery is constituted only when there's a public official involved or a um, or a party officer. So what this was was that, you know Jeff made an offer. You know, it sounds terrible on the you know when you listen to the recording. But it happens all the time. It happens it's, all the it's time. It's not your year. What what can we do to help you wait for two more years? I mean, that happens in every right on both sides of the aisle. Right, I've and been I, part of those discussions and when look, I ran I, a campaign. I it, here's the irony of it: there there have been multiple people approach me who I as a, who is an elected official saying, "Hey, if you get out of the race, then we'll let you be the you you know we can get you the U.S. marshal position and those types of things." And so it, the irony is is that I've been on the other side of it more than once, um, multiple times, but. I, I look. I want to stay focused on what we need to do in this state, and I think that's what people want. Instead of getting all tied up in the politics of, of the Republican Party or in Arizona, I think people are saying, "I want a politician who's going to focus on my issues and what's affecting my family and, and our state." And right now, no matter where you go, it's border, the economy, and crime, and national security. And so, I've chosen to just stay laser focused on those things and and take the the, the road where people want me to be on, which is be our representative. Go back and, and fight for us and focus on that. And that's smart because if you're talking about McCain or Cinema, none of them were party hacks. None of them were. And Arizona isn't really. Cinema was. <laughs> Cinema just kind of drifted. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> no she, one's she, really, was, she was seriously no to one the left is, of center. No one who's a leader in Arizona, though, is, is tied to too close to a party because you've got a third of the independents out there and a really independent electorate that doesn't really feel too loyal to any party. <clears throat> yeah, the, there's a lot of Arizonans that are really disenchanted with politics. A lot of Americans are, but Arizonans especially really disenchanted with politics. They may still lean probably more conservative, more Republicans re- hold Republican, the edge right now. But, yeah. but they're fed up with the, the politics. And so what we're trying to do is I don't do it as a sheriff. You know, I don't respond to your house. And the first question we don't ask is, what party are you? We show up and we start to deal with problems. That's actually never something that comes out. And I think that's what people are looking for is we need somebody like, I always say this, if your house was on fire or if there was thieves in your house or if there was a domestic situation, who are you going to call? You're not going to call a politician. You're going to call me or PJ or you're going to call law enforcement. Why? Because we're trained and experienced in restoring balance and order to chaos. And right now we have chaos in this country. We have chaos in our state. And we need people that are going to be able to restore that balance and order. And you need people that are experienced in that. And we we don't put in race, religion, politics. None of that comes into play as we're trying to restore that balance and order. I, I have to, because uh, you're a candidate, so I have to push back. You talk about chaos. It feels manufactured, though. It is manufactured. I mean, it, it's not It's not a case of... You don't even have to push back. I'll, I'll lean right into that. It yeah. is absolutely manufactured. The border is being manufactured by the people at the very top, because if they wanted to shut it down, they could. Same with the fentanyl issue. They know where it's coming from. They know that China's bringing it to the cartels, and they're bringing it across... The, the, the economy, we shut down, we've really kind of choked the life out of our energy independence, and then we wonder why the cost of goods goes up and why inflation is up. I mean, the list goes on and on of, of actual manufactured things. But remember, government is only necessary if there's problems. And so what does government do? Create problems to create their necessity. 
that that's that sounds uh, that's that sounds more libertarian than Republican there. Look, I'm a constitutional American. You know, I believe in back on let the American people live. You know, the, I'm very strong on the rule of law, which differentiates me from probably a libertarian. Yes, I think that the rule of law is the backbone of America. Can't be a sheriff America. and not believe in right. the law. But I think that. But I think that I love the idea of letting us live our lives. I think that's what the founding fathers set up. And I think we have allowed government to become far too big, far too intrusive, far too intrusive on the 10th Amendment, our state's rights, far too intrusive on our ability to live our lives. We saw it during COVID where they were trying to force you to stay home or wear a mask or take a vaccine. That should have been a person's choice, personal choice to do those types of things. And I got so, to I gotta disagree with you on that one. Health crisis is, I mean, look. If, I'm going to share a quote to the to, oh, to that point. Okay, all right. Let me let me get, sneak one in. If uh, there was a hostage situation, you are going to cordon off the streets and make sure that that the looky loos aren't getting in the way of the trained officers who need to take care of things. Well, a health crisis is kind of the same way. Yeah, we don't want to wear masks or we don't want to social distance, but if it's easily transmittable, we have to do something and that kind of is a public safety issue. Well, isn't to it? your point, we don't if we cordon off a block, we don't go throughout the whole city and tell everybody stay home. That doesn't make sense either. But if so it's, we, but so if we it's focus an explosive, it down to you a, will. You you will evacuate in in the case of an explosive situation. It depends on the issue, But right? it's still within a small area. Yes. And let me tell you, Thomas Paine saw it best because this is how they do it. It makes it sound really good. We're looking out for everybody. This, Thomas Paine had the best quote. It says, the greatest tyrannies are always perpetrated in the name of the noblest causes. You're going to make it sound really good, and this is what's best for everybody. And what we saw later on is that this, that, that the, the, what they were telling us, the science they were claiming didn't prove out over time. It proved that it wasn't what, it, what they were, the thought it was, that the mass didn't have the, you know, the effectiveness, that the vaccine didn't have the effectiveness. There is a lot of things that were proven out over time, and I thought that they, they should have erred on the side of caution and always on the side of the Constitution. And that's where my stance is, is that you must, the, supreme, the, the supremacy clause lays it out. The Constitution is always the supreme law of the land. And my job as the sheriff is to make sure that we stay focused on that supreme law of the land. You have to come back. I would love we're, to come we're back. Just we didn't even get Janelle up. to get even say anything. I know. So I'm just enjoying the show. I'm just here. <laughs> I, I hate to cut you off, but I have to because we have to leave. So meet and greet well, is when? Tonight? Today at lunch. Today at lunch with the Graham County Republican Party at Eastern Arizona College. Go to the main dining room. And then tonight, come over at 530 to... Uh, Copper Steer Steakhouse in the Red Garter Saloon. Mark Lamb, Janelle Lamb, thank you so much. Thank you for having us. And thank you, Kay and Vance as well. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it. I'm out of here today. I'll be back on Monday. Till then, have a great weekend.